Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to University of Adversity. Welcome to another solo episode the series leading up to my book launch, September 21st, where we launch Mastering Adversity, Unlock the Warrior Within, Turn Your Biggest Struggles in Your Greatest Gifts. Today, we're going to cover Aspire, the, the third A from the five A's, the framework from start to finish on how to move through adversity in your life. Now, you guys know we've covered the a little bit of the four adversity archetypes if you haven't discovered your adversity archetype yet, go take the warrior quiz. It's free and it's a great way to create self-awareness in your life. If you listen to University of Adversity, you probably love the idea of having tangible tools to use in your life when adversity hits, right? Well, this is a great thing to learn, first of all, on how you're showing up in your life when adversity hits. So go check out that quiz. Also, the book is out September 21st. I'm super excited to share this with you guys. It's going to change a lot of lives. I haven't been so confident in something in a while. I'm super pumped. The work that's gone into this, it's, it's amazing. So here we go. I want to dive into a little bit about the third A, Aspire. Actually, before that, I want to talk to you a little bit about Argentina and what a gem Buenos Aires is, this city. Guys, I was in Rio before for a month, amazing city, the beaches, everything. So many acai bowls. Got to see a football game, a soccer game, all of that. Then we came, I came to Buenos Aires, Argentina, and what a cool city! It's like, it's like being in Europe, but a third of the price. It's like all the food that I love: steak, lots of fruit, lots of vegetables. Not as much as Brazil, as far as the fruits concerned, but it's still amazing. The culture, the coffee shops. The bars, the restaurants, all of it is alive all the time. Pockets of the city are like parts of Europe. Some remind me of France. Some remind me of Italy. It's got this Italian culture to it where there's tons of wine. And it's just like, it's really cool. It's really alive. I know the, the economy's not doing too well right now, but you wouldn't know it. Like, it's such an awesome city. So anyways, so far so good. Been here a week and a half, loving it. And yeah be here till the 25th. I'm going to be promoting the book from here. It'll be a memorable experience because obviously I'll always look back and go where, where I was at when the book came out and this is where I'll be. So can't wait to, to share it with you guys. My publisher and friend and, and author coach, Samantha, she's basically like, make sure to clear your schedule on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, because I'm going to put you to work. So I'm going to be promoting this thing, doing all the things on social media, and I had a little bit of mixed feelings before about promoting my book. I was a little bit hesitant, but I've realized that it's a disservice for me not to, to share this as much as I can and put as much effort as I can to promote this. That's why we're doing this little series, right? Because I want to help. I feel like this is my mission is to serve my greater good at giving you guys tools to help you move through challenging times. Challenging times are coming ahead. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether your head's been buried in the sand, whether you're a mass conspiracy theorist, what conspiracy theorist, whatever, wherever you're at, adversity is coming. And I believe that I can give you the best tools that you can use to move through it, whether it's coming now or it's coming later. Okay. So, anyways, let's bring it back. 
third step, third A for moving through adversity. So let's just do a back. Let's let's cover the the first two from the last episodes. First is awareness. Second is acceptance. So you're aware of a situation. Okay, shit, I'm aware. I know this is a situation. I'm not just going through the motions. Okay, boom, it's an issue. Second, I've accepted it. I'm not judging it. I'm just, it is what it is, right? Classic saying, it's not good nor bad. It's just, okay, this is what we're in. Let's do it. Now, sometimes people get stuck in that step and they say they want to change, but they don't. And then they keep repeating behaviors over and over again. They say they want to change, but they don't actually believe that they can or they don't or whatever. And then they fall back into the same thing happening over and over again, right? A lot of this adversity we face is our own struggle of overcoming ourselves every day. Now, whether it's an addiction, whether you're in a relationship that you want to get out of, whether you're, I don't know, there's lots of things that we all go through, right? Whether you're struggling in business, whether you're struggling with being disciplined, whatever it is, if you keep having the same thing happen, it's probably because number one, you haven't committed to wanting to change. Number two, the actions that you're taking don't align with who you want to be or what you want to get through. Now, the next A after we cover today will be alignment. But today is aspire. Aspire is the, the, the desire to want to change, to want to overcome whatever it is, right? Like I said, sometimes we say we want to do something and we, we don't actually want to do it. When you decide to quit something or when you're like, that's it, I am going to overcome this thing. You plant your flag in the sand, in the ground, the sand, draw your line in the sand, whatever those sayings are, right? And you say, that's it, I'm going to change today. So what does that mean? Okay, well, that means that for you to do it properly, you need to say, if I want to get there, I need to figure out what I need to do in order to get there right? So it's a plan. It's like, for instance, when I was, when I decided to quit drinking for a whole year, I had told myself many times, oh, I'm going to quit and I'd fall off. I'm going to quit and I'd fall off. But at this particular time, I got so tired of that, that I said, all right, I am going to quit this. I'm going to quit drinking. I Prior, I'd quit my job at this bar that I was partying at nonstop. I quit. I think I had my last drink on December 28th, 2016. Now, I've quit a few times since then, started once or twice and stopped. But this specific story is powerful for this, this point is that I said, okay, if I want to quit this habit, what am I going to do? Like, how is that going to happen? Then I said, okay, well, I need to be, I need to not be in an environment around alcohol, right? So, that was that. For the first three months, I didn't work. I was in Sydney, Australia. I had some money saved up from, from my job. I was working like crazy. I had some cash to take a couple months off. I think it was off for two and a half months. So it was great because then I just worked out and I stayed away from the bars. I didn't go out. Girlfriend at the time was supportive. I was like, look, I can't be in anywhere around alcohol for a while. And that was the choice that I made because I was so serious, right? I was so serious about quitting at that moment. And then I was like, okay, Part of the reason I want to drink is because I'm not feeling great because I'm trying to like compensate for something. And like a lot of it is like a sugar craving too, 
people don't realize this, but alcohol is, it's like you're, you get used to this, this like, well, you know, whether you're drinking a beer or whether you're having a cocktail or wine, you know, you're getting this sugar into your body. So when you detox that sugar, you crave it less. Right. And for me, I was like, okay, I need to just cut out all junk food. I need to cut out all the crap, get it away from me so that I don't get these cravings. Because when you're feeling down or you're getting these cravings where you're crashing from food, it's easy to say, I'm just going to have a drink. So that's what I had to do. So I was so committed that I wanted to quit drinking that I decided, all right, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay healthy. I'm going to only eat, you know, good foods and all that kind of stuff. And that's what I did. And, and I committed to that fully. And for the first three months, it was tough. And then when I started working at another job, I took on as a bar, a bar manager at a different place. I had three months sober and it was almost, it was easy to, to come into that. And I, I served people for the next nine months in that place till the end of the year. I worked as a bartender. I wrote a cocktail list. I did, I managed I did it sober and I had to serve people alcohol and I had to do all those things. And, and, you know, I did it sober, but it's because I made that commitment to myself and I aspired to change. I got tired of making the same mistake over and over again. I got tired of going to work, feeling hungover. I got tired of, you know, showing up at work and being like, Oh man, did I make any mistakes and having like somebody look down on you like, oh, you know what you did yesterday or like, you know, that feeling of like they got the best of you or something. That's what used to happen. I used to always feel like that. But in this situation, in this bar job, I was always on top of my game. And when I was on top of my game, it just built this confidence. And it was easy for me to stay on that path because I committed so much. And in the next A, we'll talk about alignment and what that means. But the main thing here is that you have to have a deep desire to want to, to overcome this thing, right? Now, whether it's quitting smoking or whether it's, you know, whether you have some sort of other addiction, sex addiction, alcohol addiction, shopping addiction, whether you can't, you, you say you can't do something, you're going to have to fully decide that that's the truth or that that's not, you're going to have to fully decide that the outcome of this is more important than the excuses. And even when I did 75 hard, a lot of you guys know, I did that 75 day hard mental toughness program. And even people today, like I hear them trying to cut corners with it and I want to make it easier here and that you're already, you're already making negotiations with yourself. When I fully decided I'm getting in shape. I'm not going to look at myself out of shape anymore. When I fully decided, when I aspired to change, everything that I needed to do fell into place. And it was a, it was a non-negotiable with myself, right? So that's the thing. If you truly aspire to change, like really, like you've got tired of making the same mistakes over and over again and getting the same outcome, then you will change. And then you'll say, what is it going to take? What are the action steps that I need to do daily to do this? And it's going to come down to your daily habits. What do I do when I first wake up in the morning? What do I do after that? What do I do? What do I do? And the more clear you are with that, the easier it's going to be to change because you're not going to change unless you change your, your habits and your behaviors. That's a fact. 
And until that you aspire, until you have a deep desire to want to change, you're going to keep working through the same thing. And I'm specifically talking about the adversity with ourselves. This, this one really, this one really comes down to the addictions or if you're in a relationship that you keep going back to an abusive relationship, you don't really want to change because you're getting a certain amount of something. You're getting a certain amount of feedback. So we have these identities, right? That we play. We play these characters in the movie of our lives, right? And we get a certain amount of feedback, a reward. So if you're playing that character, you get a certain hit like a dopamine hit or some sort of feedback and it serves you in a certain place in your life right for instance if you're in a relationship that's abusive it's almost like you're addicted to the hot and cold right you're addicted to that thrill of that like the makeup of like you hate each other you love each other you hate each other you love each other right and it's like it's an addicting feeling right and it's the same when it comes to addictions in our life it's the same it's like the, that feeling of like it, it giving you validation for the character you're playing. It's giving you feedback that's serving you in the moment. And when you try and want to change that, it's going to be uncomfortable, right? Because you're playing that character. You're doing all the things that align with that character, like you would in a movie. You're going to rehearse and rehearse. And if you keep doing the same things, you're going to get the same outcome. So we get a certain amount of feedback that usually serves us, but we have to decide, is this the person I want to be or am I, do I want to change? And that's where really aspiring to be somebody different, you have to show up differently, but you can't show up differently until you fully commit to wanting to change or overcome that thing within yourself. And it's not always easy. You know, there's, there's a lot of work that you can do on yourself that if there's traumas or there's things you need to heal, there's a lot of great resources out there. But in order to do that, in order to face and overcome yourself, you have to decide and you have to aspire to want to be better. You have to aspire to want a different outcome and you want to aspire to play a new character in the movie that in your life, you can't keep playing the same movie over and over again. If you want to watch a different movie, you got to change. You got to put a different movie in. Then you go, well, how is that movie going to run? What is that movie going to like? What steps do I need to take that are going to get me to and over this thing rather than the same outcome, right? So what are we at here? Short episode again. I just wanted to share that with you guys because I think it's really important for the framework of your life and moving through adversity. And I looked at this today. I was reading through my book so that I could look and tell you guys a story about this from the book. And there's been a few different moments in my life. And but the one that I feel is the most useful is the drinking one. And think about it in your life. Like, where is there somewhere in your life that you actually want to make a change? Do you want to get in better shape? Have you fully decided that? You know, like I talked to you about the 75 hard. I was fully committed that I am going to get in better shape for myself, no excuses. And I decided, and it did. I'm in the best shape of my life right now. What is that for you? What are you wanting to overcome, but you keep doing the same shit over and over again? What, what, what do you want to aspire to be? If it's the same and you don't want to change, that's fine. That's fine. But don't complain about not getting a different outcome if you keep doing the same stuff. 
Commit to the change. Commit to a new desire. Aspire to be different. And that's going to take a commitment to yourself. And then it's going to be to get into alignment and all of that. For the, and we'll talk about that next week. But I hope that helps, guys. This is a big, this is a big thing is these identities, these personas that we have in our lives, that we live and we do these things and these actions that get um, responses from the world. We get validation. We get more validation constantly. And it's like, okay, it serves us. But at one time, are we going to change the costume? Are we going to change the character? Right? Because we know deep down in our heart, in our soul, in our intuition that, hey, maybe this isn't what I should be doing. Maybe this isn't lined with my true path. And look, this is why drinking and, and escaping and doing all those things, it like numbs you from feeling the truth. So if you are, you have a, a deep desire to want to overcome something, you got to decide. You got to want to aspire to change that character, change that action so bad that you're willing to change the behaviors and how you show up daily. All right. Much love, everybody. Tonight, it's been a long day. It's about eight o'clock. Hopefully that came out okay. And also you guys, again, if you haven't taken the warrior quiz, make sure you do. Really powerful stuff. Discover your adversity archetypes. And yeah, if you aren't subscribed to this podcast yet, make sure to do so wherever you're listening to this or hit the follow button or subscribe button. Or you guys go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe and follow us there. Trying to grow this thing the best we can. And, you know, we kind of slept on it for the first two years. We didn't really promote it much. And now we're catching up. So anyways, I love you. I appreciate you. We'll catch you next time.